Hey friends, there's a few dates in particular coming up, which I'd like to see as many 12 and a half as possible in the next few months. Um, March 15th and 16th, I'll be headlining Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. Uh, April 5th, I'll be at the Last Best Comedy Club in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I'd love it if we could get some 12 and a half in the crowd for those, uh, those particular dates. And the first week of May, I'll be at the MGM in Las Vegas. Be fun to party with you there. TJ will be in Syracuse February 16th and 17th. Raleigh, North Carolina, the Improv, March 8th and 9th. And uh, if you want more details about his dates, go to tjmillerdoesnotthaveawebsite.com. And enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. So Pat Riley is the coach of the uh, old Lakers, and he also is the... uh, GM of the Heat now. So they win a championship, and he's like, he makes this speech. I don't know if he put it in a book or something, but I heard about it. The disease of more, where you always want more, and you feel like you can't be happy until you get more. And that's what breaks up championship teams, because people want more all the time. They want more money. They want more acclaim. They want to be the lead guy on each team. And it's the disease of more. And not not only does it break up championship teams, but it makes humans less happy. And that's what we're talking about right now, because you've got a great situation in your life. You've got a great wife. You've got uh, you guys have a lot of fun together. I'm envious of the freedom you have with your wife when I hear about these things. I mean, that you you've do. said that, but we very much want uh, I think we want to have kids, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's just a bizarre I know what you mean, but people, I think it's people difficult. travel from miles around to see you perform stand-up comedy. If 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 anyone had told you uh, when you started stand-up comedy that that you would have the kind of draw you have and be at these nice theaters at these nice hotels, you would have taken it. But it's the disease of more. And look, I don't think you're perpetually uh, unsatisfied. By the way, I think you enjoy what's happening. So that's one thing that's you know, fun I'm about being excited. One in, thing that's uh, fun about being friends with you. If you were a bitter comic about anything that's happening, I don't think we'd be friends because I just don't enjoy people like that that are constantly. No, um, I've never been know. bitter. No, never. But I think there's a very different component here, which is kind of like this. Like, yeah, it's very, it's completely different. It's like there was this thing that I was cultivating, and that Kate and I were really cultivating. You know. And then it just got totally derailed. And so some of it also is the two of us living through this kind of perpetual two-year nightmare. That part of it is kind of like wanting to realign. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's a, there is a component of it like that, that it's, it is more about that, you know. It's definitely not about money because it will, if you do the math, if I do films, just films for the next, like, are we on? Are we on? It's a go. The Eagle has 
were stuck in a garage in San Jose. Meet us outside of the garage. Miles, don't you fucking dare take this part out of the show. Um, so it's not, it's just, it's not about money. Um, yeah, it's about a complex amount of things. And it's weird too, now I've had people, random people, Ukrainian woman in Washington Square Park, just different people kind of say things that were very much like, we'd like you to be in movies, you know? And so that's been sort of weird. It's not something that I looked for. So I'm, it's, it, I just think the whole thing's really interesting. And I'm having fun in it right now. But the reason we brought this up is because I wanted to say, it's strange that we can think about the worst possible thing that could happen and also think about the best possible thing that could happen. We have that ability yeah. in our imaginations, yeah. respectfully. It's really true. And you're at the you're sort of uh, in a Why why wouldn't we also be equipped with being able to just think that everything's going to be amazing? Yeah. Or be able to like focus on that or look at it. I think that's interesting. I think the most tricky thing about what we do with our brains though is not only do we picture the worst possible eventuality, but we give it a lot of uh weight in a way where we don't think we could handle it if that stuff happened, mm -hmm. like the disappointment of losing whatever it might be. And once it's happened, once in a while it does happen. Every bad part of something you picture happens. Yeah, that's and true. you realize you realize a few weeks later or even 48 hours later, you're worried about some other minuscule thing. And actually, your life is no different than it was before. In fact, you're perfectly happy. And it was like, I, went, I wasted 10 days worrying about this thing that it did end up happening. And now I'm perfectly fine 48 hours later. Why did I waste the 10 days? That's the shame. What do they say? What's the phrase about robbing tomorrow of today or something, worrying about the future? Oh, touching today with tomorrow the grabbed what is it i don't remember no what, it's like yeah. uh grabbing tomorrow by today's balls <laughs> what is it <laughs> that's a different no, that's, that's more of a, no, it's a inspirational what thing is it talking out talking talking today talking today to talk tomorrow to that's talk to talk it out tomorrow yeah talking no, to talk it's stealing for two tall zones stealing Stealing from Paul <laughs> to pay Brad to tell Chad, go fuck yourself, Chad. Go fuck yourself. And don't ever step foot in this shed again. Stealing from Peter. Here's the quote, and this is it. Stealing from Peter affects Paul, but think about how it makes Jim feel. That's how, the, that's how I remember the, the phrase. <laughs> and then a lot of the other ones like, Jim's alone. <laughs> we were talking about... Um, he doesn't want any stealing to go on. <laughs> we were talking about... Uh, you know what I think we should do yeah. for this entire episode? Yeah. Is I think that we should pretend like it's terrestrial radio. Yeah. Because in terrestrial radio, people are sometimes tuning in a little yeah. bit later. So yeah. all the time, terrestrial radio, they're like... You just did it. You go. <laughs> um, we're talking now with uh, T.J. Miller. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Uh, T.J., tell me about this. So we, we're yeah. talking about. Uh, I think we should start doing that. We, yeah, Please. we're we're here with T.J. Miller. We're talking about how uh, T.J.'s full of surprises. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Uh, Cash, I think it can. It's almost always a good thing, 
But when it's a bad thing, it's really bad. Okay, yeah. so if you go, ah, oh, golly, Cash is fun. He's fun. He's full. Listen, he's always full of surprises. Everyone's like, yeah. oh, that's fun, you know. It can be positive. It, I think it's always yeah. positive. Uh, sometimes I think it's more like, I think it's 50-50. I think it can, look, really? when someone says, hey. He's, I did not think 50-50. When someone says he's a piece of work, that's almost always negative. You didn't want to say what no, you really that's thought. That's 100% negative. Yeah, he's a piece of work. But you think he's full of surprises. You think it's mainly positive? I, I thought it was entirely yeah. positive. Okay, okay. But I, I think if someone says, hey, so what's going on with Cash? Uh, is he cool? Is he coming? If somebody's like, oh, uh, he's he's always full of surprises. I'm here with T.J. Miller, and we're talking about how people are full of surprises. Cash, it reminds me of that great phrase. Show. Yeah, it's great to have um, you here. You know, cashing in with T.J. Miller. Cash, Levy. Yeah. Thanks for you, having me. Yeah, it's Thank great. You for having and, me. Yeah, I appreciate it. I was you're always one of my favorite guests, and it's nice to have you here on the show again. Of course. And uh, you know, since we last talked to each other, we talked about being full of surprises, and you know, it reminds me of the phrase "life is like a box of chocolates." You yeah. open it up, and sometimes there's different, uh, you know, types of chocolate inside. Hmm. I think that's the phrase, right? I've heard. I think I. <laughs> No. Yeah. Was that it? That's yeah, not that's the phrase. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes Peter will come and give Paul some of the chocolate and think about how that makes Jim feel. Peter, go in the bucket. <laughs> <laughs> go over and if you have to go, go in the bucket, Peter. We have to talk about We have to talk about it. We have to talk about it right now. We okay. Found out okay. We're not going to say who it was. <clears throat> of Apparently. Not. Somebody at the comedy club backstage, <laughs> backstage, right. was peeing backstage. They wouldn't leave the backstage area, and they were peeing in a bucket when they needed to. In a bucket, and the whole question was, what else were they doing back and, there with the bucket? Now, to be fair, it's yeah. a theater. The green room is up near the balcony. Yeah. And the backstage, you have to go to, there's no bathroom back yeah. there. But apparently, this performer wanted to stay yeah. backstage, right. and so I think there was a bucket. They, she said, "Give me a bucket." She's a down to earth, right? Man. So I asked the manager uh, of the club. I said, "Did she or did she not shit in the bucket?" Because that's what we're. That's all we care. About. That's all we really are curious <laughs> did she about. Shit in the bucket? Did she? And he insinuated I think that you said, not did only she poop in the bucket. Not only did she. Bucket shit in the bucket. There were, I guess, two other performers that have come to this club over the years. Apparently, this is a common thing. Would you? Yeah. So we What's had this the strangest long... situation you've been in. Where well, we had this. Uh, I'll tell you, we had this long conversation about it, and then on the the next show, uh, right before the opening act, brought me on stage. I realized I had to pee, so I started to run out towards the bathroom. <laughs> Oh, Having just had this long conversation where we were laughing about the, the shitting the and peeing in the bucket. And the bathroom, they told me, was upstairs. And I wasn't going to have time because he was like doing his closer. So I ran backstage and I was looking for the bucket, which is, I think, irony. Don't you think? And I then think I almost iron. opened the uh, emergency door. Yeah. Right? Because I was going to open that up, but I was afraid the alarm would go off. So I went on stage not having peed. 
And the whole time on stage, I thought, well, I really have to go right now, which doesn't really bother you when you're on stage much, by the way. It just, it I think the adrenaline takes yeah, over. Takes Is over. that true? I never yeah. even remember it. I don't. I've never thought about it once on stage. <laughs> I but, think that's true. Yeah, you never think about it. So you really don't need to go, even if you think you do need to. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, because you Everything know what's dissipates. funny? There's an evolutionary situation yeah. where you are in front of like a huge amount yeah. of other humans. Yeah, it scares and your the body. Your body is like, to, yeah. you can't piss yourself. Yeah. Exactly. You just can't piss. Yeah. There's too many people watching yeah. you. Yeah. If you piss yourself, you lose the respect of all these people. Right. And so you just don't yeah, even feel it. Yeah, you just it. don't. Don't even. Your body takes over. <laughs> I've never. You're right. I have never thought about right. that. Right. So I That's never thought terrible. about it. But then as I'm going going off. So thank I'm you. Good night. I'm urinating right now. As, as we <laughs> speak. I've got all of my I, pants and all this, I do because this, this chair. Is a, because this is a podcast, all I do is urinate while I'm talking to you. It's part I have of a, our I, thing, I actually have a, I actually have a tube attached to my, my wee-wee. It's and it's just stock over I, here, yeah. buddy. Yeah. Um, but so as I'm getting off stage, it comes back, and I'm like, God, I really do have to pee. And I open up the curtain, and I'm going backstage, and I see TJ. He's opened up that emergency <laughs> door, and he's literally peeing out the door. <laughs> it was so beautiful. I'm like, oh my God, I almost thought to do that myself. It was just such a funny Come full on, circle. Man. Come on. Yeah. It was almost, wasn't a literal full circle because you were not shitting in a bucket. <laughs> I, uh, I sort of was waiting for you to come off stage yeah. and sort of do that. It's yeah, it's such a funny callback to the fact that this woman. I mean, I always have kind of gotten frustrated with any green room where you don't have a bathroom. A lot of times, yeah. you have to go into just yeah. the public bathroom, and it's it just ruins the magic of all of it. Yeah, but this is an eighteen hundreds theater, and so there were now. If you do go into a public bathroom. They went in a bucket, and you're peeing next to somebody. When this, when this fucking theater, yeah. was in its you know, infancy. In its infancy, when was yeah. it neophyte of the theatrical <laughs> individualism? <laughs> boop boop, go wee wee, go wee wee. Yeah, they were going in buckets. Yeah, and this theater's infancy, they would go in a bucket and they would throw that slop on the street. Okay. Yeah. And the fucking horses would gallop through it, and everybody had the black play. <laughs> when you take a pee in a public bathroom before you go on stage, now this can't happen anymore because you're a more well-known guy, and you know you're what they call famous at this point. But it's a wiener, my yeah. Buddy. But I, what I always do while I'm peeing, the guy next to me, I'll always be like, I hope this fucking next guy's good. I heard he fucking sucks. Yeah. And I always kind of denigrate myself. And then I think it'd be fun for... I always do that. Oh, do you really? Yeah, Oh, always. that's so fun. I always like have a conversation with it. Like, have you heard who else is on the show? Because I got to tell you, I heard the next guy sucks. And the guy... <laughs> that's so, <laughs> so funny. I'm like, really? I'm like, yeah. I don't yeah. know how this guy even got and work. It's, yeah, yeah. And then it's... I, I, I know... work? Is that what yeah, you Yeah, I don't even know how he works here. Guy's like a... He's like an ex like stockbroker that's trying comedy for the first time. I always make some speech about how bad he is. Oh God, and then it's so just funny. I know I try to find them when I'm in the crowd to see the look yeah, on their yeah. face. Like that was the guy. But I've never found them. It's never they're never someone from the front row. They're always just uh, you know, embedded in the darkness. Uh, so I've never known if that darkness. joke works or not. I don't know. That is such a funny idea. Oh God, yeah. I mean just anything to well, that's the other thing is like I do love doing a meet and greet because when you talk to people afterwards, you can think it's a terrible show or went yeah. terribly. But a lot of people really are just like, God, that's such a great night out, you know? And like everyone says, they just 
they they weren't there on the other nights. So tonight is like a lot of fun. Yeah. We're comparing every show to I the think. last show. Right? Yeah. That's all we do. And if the shows suck all week, that last show, if it's a good one, we're in a great mood afterwards. And we think yeah. like, oh, I'd love to come back here. So it just if, it's all it is. It's recency bias. That's all it is, really. It's the disease of more. Now, that's something whole different. I'm here with T.J. Miller. I'm here T.J. Miller. He just dropped in on the show. And sometimes he drops by on the uh, cashing in with T.J. Miller's show. But it's good to be back. It's good to have you back, what sir. What did you say? The recency fallacy? The recency bias. I mean... They call that a recency bias. The, you and Dr. Drew. Yeah, anytime you, like... Yeah, you have a She's recency bias. A you have a bad experience at a restaurant. You're like, I never want to go back there. It's because you just had a bad experience. It's possible you can have 15 good experiences. That's why the re- that's why the trip closer is so important. I've talked about that. It's the last thing they're going to remember from the trip. It's got to You got to nail it. Hey, tell that, that means a lot to me. Tell that to the Mongolian Empire. <laughs> you know, all empires have a bad recency bias, don't they? They have bad memories. But what about the good times? What about the salad days? Go ahead and tell that to the Mongolian Empire. <laughs> There were two like really funny jokes I wanted to do yeah. with the like recency. Well, tell yeah. that to, but they were all too like risky. So I had to go further back, further back in history. Yeah, and I went with the Mongolian Empire. I thought it was funny though. I'm here with T.J. Miller. He's uh, contributing to the show. Cash Levy, thank you so much for having and, me uh, on you your know what? show, Cashing in with T.J. Miller. You know what? I have something I want to uh, tell you about, and uh, we're gonna, it's called uh, Jump Around Tuesday. Jump Around Tuesdays. Tuesdays Jump Around. Tuesdays. It's Jump Around Tuesday here on the show. I don't know if you've ever dropped in. Is this a Jump newer Around segment? Tuesday. No, the, actually, we do all our older seg- segments. We just do them out of order. Okay. Oh, I see. So okay. we're going to start off with a practical living of modern age. Uh, a practical living in the modern age. And uh, cue that up, Miles. Thank you very much. In an inefficient and out-of-date way, we bring you Practical Living in the Modern Age. Yeah, this is a Jump Around Tuesday here with T.J. Miller. He just dropped in. And uh, we're talking about uh, practical living in the modern age. The follow-up tip. We've talked about the pre-tipping. But yeah. how about the follow-up tip? You know, I think that pre-tipping was one of the first things that we ever talked about. Yeah. Because we, it was such, it really was something in the very beginning we talked about before the podcast in one of the conversations that I thought, you know, conversations with Cash Levy are like record worthy, you know, mm-hmm. and vinyl, one, these one conversations the things, should be put on vinyl. Be, oh, they'll be on vinyl. Yeah. Hundreds of albums yeah. of vinyl. In fact, I think all of our works, uh, there's, there's, I, I met a skywriter that's thinking of doing everything we've ever said uh, in uh, smoke flumes in the sky. Yeah. We, we talk about pre-tipping. Well, I think the pre-tipping conversation that we had, both of us said, whoa, yeah, yeah you've thought of this also. Yeah, you get and better service if you pre-tip. Go, look, I don't want you to worry about the tip. This is the expectations we have. Cab, we know right. you're going to be good. We know, we know gonna we're right. going to. This is what we want to give you because we know we 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 have faith in what you're no. about to do for us. And so that That's was the pre-tip. all the way in the beginning yeah. of this. Now we progressed in technology and right. society. When and we everything. started the show. Uber didn't exist. Yeah, exactly. So now we're we're post tipping, right? We're post. Now we've come to a point where, well, you tell them you're you know the follow up tip is. When you've tipped somebody, 
and then you've got their Venmo. You've got right. maybe on the app you can raise your tip. That's and the thing. so it's got, it, it actually maybe it should be called not just a follow up tip, but the raise raising your tip. The raise tip up in the ante. Because what you're saying is, you know what? Tip. I thought it over, and you were even better than I thought in the first place. Here's even more. Here's a raise tip. Yeah. And raise also, it's not as... Um, like, it's hard to say. Raise yeah, yeah, tip. Yeah, that's not easy. That's not easy. If you're out there <laughs> listening, so it's cashing in. Uh, Cash Levy, uh, he's hosting the show, but he also just said it. Oh, it's dang. not an easy... Yeah, it's not an easy thing to do. Uh, we're on uh, cashing. It's a it's it's a jump around Tuesday, and I got to say, my favorite type of tip is the cash in hand tip, where someone shakes your hand. I feel like you're you good feel at that. the bill. You feel the bill well, in their I feel hand. Like the re- you don't we're talking know. about this before. I think the real the you don't real know what the like bill it. is, but it's usually at least a hundred. And I it, bet you're really good at that's this. a happy handshake. That's what those should be called. We've got the Canadian handshake. Uh, if you don't know what that is, go to cashphrases.org. It's an important part of terminology for this show, the of Canadian course. handshake. But the, uh, what was the last handshake? <laughs> the Canadian handshake. They always have a I'm look on their face. They always have a look on their face. Like what? It's always like, a man. Uh, yeah. He's always from some type of mob type background. Yeah, he's and got he, a great pair of thighs he, on him. Great pair of thighs. And he always like <laughs> reaches over and he's got, seriously, they always have a look on their face like, you don't know what's about to happen, but it's going to be good. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Right? And then as they're shaking their hand, they're like, oh, I think he feels the money. Yeah, and then yeah. is he going to look at it? And you don't, you're like, well, thank you, man. And you don't look at it. Don't look at how much it you is. You never look don't at look it. Don't look at the money. Look at me. You never look at how much money got <laughs> Right? It's not good etiquette. When you get, a, when you get a check, even, uh, at the end of the week, well, I know you do it through your your other, you know, your agency, they send everything. But when I get a check at the end of the week, I don't even look at the check. I just think it's bad etiquette. Really? Yeah, like, I'm going to open the envelope. I've seen comics open the envelope and check to see if it's okay. I'll do that on my own later. I'm not going to do that in front of them. I think it's insulting. It's like, I don't, I don't trust you. You gave me the right amount. And I was like, thanks, man. Right? I look at right? I look at the numbers just to be like, so how did we do? When was the last time you got a cash in hand handshake? It's been a long time. Doesn't happen as often as any, anymore. It seems like it used to happen when you're younger. You're at like a party or something, and somebody you know what? like I did some, a club, some of your dad's I friends did a club gives you in it. Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah. The last club I did in Jacksonville, Florida. Yeah. When the kid would give me the money, he'd do a cash and handshake. Yeah, for real. Okay. Yeah. And so he'd give it to me, and I, you know, and it was sort of a high five, but he had a bunch of cash in there. Not exactly what you're talking about, but basically, it's like boom. And then I pull away and I'm like, oh shit, I got $23. The closest thing for a man to want to pull out his penis and show you how large his penis is, Dear the closest God. thing is someone pulling out a wad of bills and doing that flip through the bills thing before they give you a few. Yeah. I think that with the money clip, I think there's a real amount of uh, machismo that I am not <laughs> capable of. To do that, I've never had a money I clip. Have you? I, yeah, you just I pull out a wad and do you, do you right. count it out like that. There's a metal machismo. I'm guilty I just of can't, it. You've guilty done that. I can't do it. I can't. I don't possess that amount of machismo. I'm sorry. <laughs> you've done it. <laughs> he's doing it right now. No, he's not. Yes, he is. No, he's not. <laughs> I mean, in the last two days, I've done flipping through have trying you? to find the appropriate pill. I, I admire it. I just can't pull it off. 
I think you have to be I at least be six foot off. tall. Now I'm going to be You have to be at least six feet to do it. <laughs> you can't be 5'3". And pull out a money clip and start. No, you can't do it. It just looks. That's true. That's you know? so funny. You have to be over six feet tall. There has to be a law, right? <laughs> it's so funny. I never thought of it. But you're yeah. right. If you pull out a no, very just, like who's this little guy theory? doing this thing? It's terrible. It's just terrible. Who's this insecure little guy? This little balding guy. What's he doing? No, it. You, but I'm glad you're doing it. I'm glad you're keeping oh that alive for the rest of no, us. Now I won't do it anymore. No, keep doing Kay it. Kay wants me to carry a, a wallet, but they're yeah. so kind of, I don't know, they're just so bulky. Yeah. Well, when you have a lot of money, they are. <laughs> no, just... I don't the, like bulky wallets. It's like, you know what? No, you, you know what? Nobody, nobody has cash anymore anyway. Yeah, no one has true. any. I know, I know. So I don't understand why I need... I don't know. You know, I also... I. I sell drugs to baby animals. <laughs> what? <laughs> this came out of nowhere. We're here with T.J. Miller. He's talking about you know, uh, selling drugs to animals. It's on cashing with T.J. Miller. We're on we're we're on flip around Tuesday, and uh, T.J. is talking about selling drugs Look, to babies. I, Go on, T.J. For a while, I was just. If you just tuned in, I'm here with T.J. Miller. It was mostly gabapentin. It's basically the fentanyl of the animal <laughs> kingdom. Anyway. <laughs> I wish I could laugh it off, but uh, I sold a rabbit so much gabapentil that he, uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> he had sex with a parrot. <laughs> anyway, I don't uh, want to talk about it anymore. But no, I we're here with T.J. Miller. Uh, he sells drugs to animals. And uh, good to have you back on the show, T.J., on uh, Flip Around cash. Tuesday. Um, you actually sell... Now... Some of the animals uh, need the drugs, and others just are addicted to them. Is that correct? Yeah, hook them, book them, take a good damn look, look at them. Yeah, and that's what they call the pilot episode, but it didn't didn't really take. But it was going to. I knew it was going to go all the way. <laughs> you know, we talked today about eating. I thought it was really something. You said something very interesting. You're full of surprises. Let me tell you. Um, you talked about eating um, octopus. And how we generally at this point eat animals that are dumber than us. Yeah. And, and, and that's why we don't eat dolphins. And that's a great point. It's something I actually have not thought a lot about. And that's one thing I enjoy hanging out with you uh, sometimes. Once every blue moon, you'll actually say something I didn't think of first. I'm here with T.J. Miller. Well, and, yeah, uh, you recently, you ruined no, something really for true. me, by the way, What's during that? this podcast. What's that? I don't remember. I'll remember okay. later <laughs> when I'm reminded of it, and I'm like, that fucking guy. <laughs> well, I think it has to do with the money clip. I don't know God if you God slam it. <laughs> but uh, I think it was a great point. Um, can you elaborate on that again? Thank you, Cash uh, Levy. From the, and thank you for having me on your program, Cashing In with T.J. Miller. I appreciate it. Yeah. Cash. Yeah. Levy. Levy Cash. Yeah. Uh, we just don't eat. We you did it for the same reason. We all saw my octopus teacher, and I bet the calamari consumption rate yeah. went down so I'm much. I'm sure they tried to stop that movie from coming out. That would be hilarious. But they should have lobbied. You know what? They should have sent them that movie. If they really were in the movie to make some money, they could have sent it to the calamari group. 
and that's what they're called. Uh, the right. mob. The Calamari mob. And they could have been like, the we're going to release this movie or you give us a cool $2.3 million and we only accept it in money clips and the cash in hand handshake. <laughs> I just felt like yeah. that needed a yeah. whip at yeah. the end. Yeah, 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 baby. <laughs> <laughs> right? Because, but... I hadn't even thought about it. We don't like to eat animals that we think are Well, once people you know, saw that octopus yeah. teacher, it's like we we're sort of all are like, wait a second, octopuses are as smart as we are, so you don't want to eat them anymore. Yeah. So that you know, we don't eat dolphin, we don't eat dogs, we don't eat cats, obviously, but you made the point I'd never thought of, which is we don't eat apes. Yeah. We don't eat monkeys don't eat or monkeys, anything like that. No. We really don't eat giraffes. No, no. Although I have giraffe we blood running through this my veins. This is true, too. We don't eat... I believe it. I still... My kids still believe that, that I was attacked I by a lion, that. and that I have giraffe blood, and that's why I have psoriasis. They still believe it. Really? Yeah, I push it home at least once every two or three months. I'm like, if I, if the lion hadn't... If I just... If they had some human blood handy, I wouldn't have giraffe blood running through my veins, and I wouldn't have psoriasis, you know? They still believe it. I think Wynn believes it. I don't know about Chance. He might be getting a little... Chance is on the yeah. cusp. Yeah, yeah, he's on the cusp of being like, my dad's a fucking pathological liar. liar. He's like, he loves <laughs> lying. He loves it. It's great. That's his favorite right, thing to do. Right. Ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da